0: Hi, this is Lori and
1: this is Rachel.
0: Welcome to Tales, Tales from, from the Rockside. Rock
1: Not much. What's up with you? My voice is back, and I'm not sick. Woohoo! But my back's fucked up. But my back's fucked up. Yay! Yay! I have this fun thing where, uh, if I have, like, something annoying happen one week, the next week, everything else that's annoying will happen. So, like, I got sick last week, and this week my back is thrown out. So I'm sure next week I'll either get sick again, or who fucking knows.
0: No, you'll be fine.
1: You'll get a week off. Yeah, and then everything else will happen. Probably. (laughs) Then I'll cut my hand open, we'll go to the hospital and <laughs> yay. Yay. Yay.
0: So much fun. So anyway.
1: Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? How are you? Except talk about Elvis. You're not sick.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not sick. Knock on wood.
1: Yeah. I don't have any wood in your uh, mouth, knock on my head.
0: Same. Um, yeah. That's good. Just
1: chilling. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Pretty normal. Cool. Do you ready are you ready to Elvis Part 2 this this bitch? Yeah. What do you
0: remember from last week?
1: Um, I was really cold, and then I was really hot, and then I got really cold again. <laughs> what do you remember about Elvis? <laughs> Anything? <laughs> no, I remember, I remember, I wasn't that fevery. <laughs> um, I remember that, uh, when we left off, he was joining the military. The he, got, he got, uh, he got drafted. drafted. Mm-hmm. And I remember that he started out as a poor kid, and music kind of became his outlet. It wasn't, you know, at the beginning, it really wasn't. But, uh, he kind of learned to love it. He got signed to Sun Records. Yes. I remembered that part because it was cute and it made me think of Sunshine. hmm And it's gross in Ohio right now. Yes. So, uh, so I remembered that. I remembered he was dating that girl. What was her name? Dixie? Yes. Which was, I remember that because it was a cute name. hmm Uh, and then he started to, like, you know, get famous and it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I left off. The Sun Records thing, I know, they call, did they call him? Because he had done, like, a, de- like a demo. Yes. Basically, and, like, lied and said it was for his mom. Mm-hmm. And then they needed him for something.
0: Yeah, they were just, like, they needed a ballad singer. Right. And, uh, the one lady, whose name I can't remember, um, she was like, oh, hey, this guy can sing ballads. One
1: right. Time. Okay, so I remember I remember most of that, and then, yeah. you know, he went and they started fucking around, and they were like, hey, that sounds good. Uh, and then didn't, by the time we left off, the rest of his, like, band, per se, they kind of had a falling out.
0: Right. Yeah, he still worked with them for, like, some, some of them on and off for a while, but they kind of had started out as colleagues, and then, of right. course, it ended up that, you know, Elvis was the star, and they were just, like, background players. Yeah. And, you know, oh yeah, at and various then, times they were like okay with that and, and not okay with that. Yeah. Scotty Moore in particular, like so he did work with Elvis somewhat like over the rest of the 60s, but it really? was sporadic and he was never like an equal. He was always just a right. like backup one of the other musicians. Um and then
1: because Elvis was a uh, dancy, dance prone, mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is I want there, but uh, a lot of girls would get excited.
0: Yes, cuz they thought they could see his
1: dick jingling around? Is that what we That's survived? Kind of,
0: kind of. Um, apparently there was a story too, I didn't tell this in the first one, that Ed Sullivan like before he w- had him on the show was like, we have to watch like some videos and tapes of him uh-huh. performing because we think that he has something hanging in his trousers like they 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 thought that he would hang a Coke bottle in his trousers so that it would oh, look like his dick is swinging around. Like a... Oh, like um, Spinal Tap. A little bit. Where he's got the cucumber yeah, wrapped bit. in foil? Yeah. Why would you wrap it in foil? Yeah, I didn't get that one. <laughs> well, it had to set off the sensor. Somehow. I mean,
1: yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just, it's a funny thought that they would, like, Yeah. maybe so that, like, a cucumber's not next to your dick? But then, what, tin foils next to your dick? Yeah, I don't get it. Can someone explain that, please?
0: <laughs> but, but, yeah, that was, like, They, there was this thought that he...
1: He was swinging a glass? Because this is when Coke bottles were glass, right? Yeah. yeah. A fucking Coke bottle? The one that hit your nuts? I mean, it wasn't true. I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm just saying that that's what they decided would be the most
0: non... Basically, it was they thought that, you know, he was doing something to be obscene. I see. Instead of just oh no he's tapping his leg in time to the music yeah and then that got and response just and so then he just could to continue have continue to like yeah and and obviously he was playing it up somewhat Duh. but it you know I mean come on take a chill
1: <laughs> I I like the idea though that they were like his dick couldn't possibly be large enough <laughs> to because wouldn't you fucking notice if it's a fucking coke bottle compared to a dick well and most of the time i think it was just like a pleat in his pants yeah around probably it wasn't even, like, i mean I'm no, i have never i can honestly say i've never actually like analyzed no it. i haven't i haven't analyzed so i guess now we have a, now <laughs> now we have a goal <laughs> we,
0: got, we got something to do this afternoon yeah to
1: analyze the tape perfect i think nia's gonna <laughs> come over at some point so something right. to do for all three of us uh yeah so i don't get it
0: yeah, it's strange for sure. A
1: Coke bottle would be so obvious.
0: Yeah. Coke bottles don't even look like dicks. <laughs> well, also, like he, why would you want something that heavy that you're gonna tie to yourself? It's glass. Yeah. I I
1: don't. know. And like, wouldn't you be scared that it fucking explodes? That's how well, you get. I don't get...
0: think it's gonna explode. i
1: was It's probably an empty bottle.
0: No, I'm not even not
1: even. <laughs> Unless you wanted a refreshing drink. Make sure. <laughs> I didn't mean. I meant like the glass would shatter. Is what I meant. No, oh, no,
0: those Coke bottles were thick. Were they? Oh yeah, it was. It was. They were thick glass, and they were like. <laughs> I don't like the way you say sorry, it's thick. Sorry. But they also had like, like the reason that they're shaped they are the way they are is so, so they're. Looks like
1: dicks continue. Yeah, right.
0: so, um, no, is to be less shatter. Oh, uh, shatterable.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. To be
0: shatter resistant. Got it. Yeah, the way they have, like, the, I
1: would the s- bridge thing. I'm just going to throw it out there. Know? I'm still concerned that I don't want anything that's glass near my genitalia. No matter how thick the fucking glass no, right. is. I appreciate that. I understand. Because, like, that also wasn't true. I'm just saying <laughs> that, like, they couldn't think of anything else that maybe would. I totally understand where well, they're coming from. They weren't going to be like,
0: oh, maybe he's got a dildo hanging around there. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm, there this are so like many fruits and vegetables
1: that are shaped like dicks, is what I'm trying to say. A banana. They could have just said yeah. a banana that's less know. heavy. I don't know. I mean... It's a delicious snack.
0: You can dig up Ed Sullivan and ask. Him. I have so
1: many questions for Ed Sullivan. <laughs> All of them are... Can you can you go back in your grave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, anyway, let's get started Sorry Okay, so now we're on <laughs> that was our section, Presley
1: part 2 Our section, Dick Talk <laughs> Yes, Yes. there usually is one Talking
0: dicks So when we left the last episode Yeah Elvis had just been drafted into the army Yeah, on, I, I remember that part Okay, on March 24th, 1958 He arrived at Fort Chaffee Near Fort Smith, Arkansas Okay And this was a big media event There was tons of people there Tons of photographers They were like, you know kind of interviewing him right before he walked in. Right, Elvis said he was looking forward to his time in the military and he did not want to be treated any differently from anyone else saying the army can do anything it wants with me. Valid. Yeah. And his manager at the time, of course, is Tom Parker Mm -hmm. and Tom Parker definitely wanted, like, I think he thought this was like a time when he could kind of reshape Elvis's image Mm. to being more like America friendly. Right. Wholesome, wholesome, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, so he was also kind of told, to, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but also Elvis genuinely like, um. You know, he had this image of being like rebellious and stuff, but he really never was. No, yeah. You know, he was always like he wanted to do what would please his mother and, and yeah, I mean, you know, he that, was just a, yeah. he
1: just happened to like fall into this teenagery. Yeah
0: crowd at the beginning yeah
1: and like you you know that's not his fault
0: yeah yeah i mean musically he was he was a lot more rebellious and raw at the beginning but he personally wasn't that way yeah exactly yeah um his basic training was at fort hood texas and during a two-week leave early in early june he did record five songs in nashville which would be the only new material released during his time in the oh, army. okay. He wanted to record a bunch of stuff to be released, and Colonel Parker was, like, Colonel Parker was kind of, like, wanted to renegotiate with RCA, so he's going to, like, we're not going to give him any new material, so right. they really want you back. And also, uh, like, um, I think this is, like I said, this is all, all kind of Tom Parker's let's uh, reshape your image a little bit right, at the same okay. time, you know, create this one. But it was pretty risky at the time because at the time, artists released stuff like every three months. So oh, to say yeah. you're going to go for two years without any new releases and people are still going to want to listen to you, that was a pretty big risk. Right. Um, so, like I said, there was a lot of repackaging of other stuff at the time, but only five new songs. In early August, his mother was diagnosed with hepatitis, and her condition rapidly worsened. Um, Gladys had had long had a problem with diet pills and amphetamines, Mm -hmm. and she was also a pretty heavy drinker. Yeah. Elvis was granted emergency leave to visit her and arrived on Memphis on August 12th. Two days later, she died of heart failure um, at the age of 46. Ooh,
1: that's young. She was really young. That's really
0: young. This really devastated Elvis. I'm sure. Yeah, he was really close to his mother. Yeah, and what, he's like... 20
1: something at this yeah, point yeah
0: yeah I, I, he's like what 22 23 yeah he felt that she was the only person he could really talk to Aww. um they said at the funeral he was just sobbing uncontrollably and people were kind of like you know Elvis there's people watching you you know yeah. pull it back I'm sure he was like here, and he, was, no, and he was just I don't a care. mess yeah he was just a mess
1: well it's his
0: mom yeah I yeah. get it yeah and it was so quick Right, too. exactly. Yeah. I mean
1: he what he got there two days earlier, right? Yeah. That's and I think so she'd fast. always had
0: problems, obviously, you know, she always had a bit of a weight problem. Right. Um she was and she was always taking amphetamines and stuff like that. Right. And so I think she always had some problems with her health, but um to have this her this rapid So fast, decline. right, yeah. exactly. Um, after his basic training, Elvis joined the Third Armored Division in Friedberg, Germany on October first. Mm-hmm. During Elvis's time in the Army, he kind of went between wanting to be a regular soldier and also wanting special privileges. You know, I mean, he'd lived in this bubble for a couple of years where everybody's doing everything that, you know, to accommodate him. And then all of a sudden he has to go into the Army. And so there would be times when he'd be like, yeah, I'll do whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll do the marching, I'll do the KPs, I'll do the jeep duty, whatever it is. And then other times he was like, I really hate being here. Right. so, they he took advantage of this army rule that if you have dependent relatives, you could live with them off base. Oh, okay. So, this was, obviously, this was de- designed for people with dependent children. Right. <laughs> but for Elvis, it meant that he could rent a house nearby for him and his dad and his grandmother. Ah. <laughs> Who technically were dependent I mean, on him, but, yeah. you know, they didn't have to actually live with him. Yeah. But, you know, so anyway. I mean. Yeah. Um, it's a loophole. Yeah. So they, with him, and as well as all of his assorted friends and flunkies and hangers yeah. on and Elvis. By this time, always had an entourage with him. Yeah. And um, so he had he started uh, upping his use of amphetamines. Yeah. He'd used them a little bit before, and then during the his time in the army, there was a sergeant, and this was typical that would give not just Elvis but other soldiers too. When they had to be on like marches or whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Oh, here, have some whatever, you know, and this will keep you going," because it was all prescription, and people thought, "Hey, it's prescription, it's fine." And what so, a,
1: what an odd thing to think.
0: Yeah, well, and Elvis loved amphetamines well, when duh. he started taking them, because he's like, he often said they had no side effects. This is what he would tell people. He'd freely give them out and say, right. "You can, you can just keep going and keep going, and you know." you'll never have any side effects. And especially since he was given to him by one of his superior officers, right. he was like, Oh yeah, this is totally healthy and the prescription. So it's totally healthy. Right. You know, which, and that, I think that was fairly common belief at the time too. I and mean, this is mid
1: fifties. It's mid fifties. I know. It's just yeah. an, it's such an
0: odd thought now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when you would go to the doctor and say you were having a weight problem, they would give you, it's, it was a straight-up amphetamine. Oh, straight I, know. Up speed, you know, I know. You know, it wasn't, you know. Well, they, start, they kept doing that even,
1: like, FemFem fem was straight-up yeah. speed. Yeah. And that was, like, by the time I was alive. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even until, like, recently that we all went, what
0: the fuck are you doing now? Exactly. Exactly. Um, he made a couple of lifelong friends in the Army, Joe Esposito and Charlie Hodge. Mm-hmm. And Charlie had been a singer in a gospel group before. So he kind of started working as a vocal coach for Elvis. Oh, cool. Yeah, he taught him some breathing techniques, and he stretched his range out. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons that, like, you can kind of tell the pre-Army and post-Army Elvis, because his voice is a little deeper. Um,
1: Probably a little more experimental.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that helped was that time that he was in the Army, and he's, like, working with Charlie, hanging out, and stuff like that. And they'd be Mm -hmm. like, hey, let's do some, let's sing some songs. They were singing, like, just whatever they wanted to some gospel songs right. or they would hear some new songs coming in and you know, so it was of this range rather than when he's touring and he's doing like the same 10 songs over and over. Yeah, again. exactly. So that gave him an opportunity to stretch his voice too. So at his home in Germany, just like at Graceland, Elvis always liked to have a party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, there was always his regular entourage, plus anybody that was in town, anybody that was in his army unit that he might invite. You know, just like a, right. hey, you, you want to come over to my house tonight? And you his, know? like, grandpa lived there, too? His his grandmother oh, his grandma and his there? father.
1: I mean, the dad I can kind of get cause Yeah, like he like, probably with his, 40-something yeah. or other.
0: He essentially lived with his dad his entire life. Right. But, like, his grandma was there. So, do you think his grandma was, like, partying, too? I mean, I think that, I mean, I know at Graceland it was large enough that they kind of had separate areas. And I think Graceland had some outer buildings, too. I'll get kind of get into that a little bit later. Right. Um. So, I don't think, and I would imagine this place that he rented. It was probably big. Was probably I know. It pretty big. And so, I Grandma just like, had her
1: own area. I just like the idea of, like grandma being like yeah i'll party with a whole bunch of army men yeah i mean maybe
0: i don't know i just think that's cute i don't know they don't really uh, nothing really talks about that but anyway um so and there was usually a group of girls over oh yeah and usually it was like because like elvis couldn't go out to the bars to pick up girls so much because he would get too much attention and press right but usually, like if he said to like one of his guys, you know, like oh hey, come on over, we're gonna you know have some drinks tonight, and you know see if you can bring up some pretty girls too. Right. So then the guys would be like, when they'd be out somewhere, they'd be like, oh she's pretty. Hey, you want to go meet Elvis Presley? You know. Yeah. So there was always a group of girls around.
1: These are weird. Yeah. I mean, if I, a I didn't dude. Think now too. <laughs> I'm just saying, if a dude came up to me in a bar and was like, hey, do you want to meet? I don't know who's the current person. Bruno Mars is he still current?
0: Sure, current enough.
1: Uh, if somebody comes up to me in a bar, even in L. A. Yeah, and goes, "Do you want to meet Bruno Mars?" I'll be like, "I don't, I don't know you. Get away from me.
0: <laughs> no." Yeah, well, I imagine there's. I think that's a little more common that you would be a little more wary of it now. I would think so. Yeah, but I still can't imagine
1: somebody coming up to you and being like, "Hey, I'm friends with Elvis," and you'd be like, "Cool." I mean, he can well, fucking. Is, are you? I'm just saying, <laughs> I just from my own perspective as a paranoid human. True.
0: I feel like I'd be like, I don't fucking know you. Get away from me. True, but I mean, if if it was like somebody that that you knew like a little more casually.
1: I can see that. Yeah. I mean, if you're already like an acquaintance and like a friend of theirs, I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you're sitting at a bar. And a random person comes up to you and goes, hey, do you want to meet a celebrity? That sounds like they're going to fucking kick you in their van.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, and a lot of this, too, because in Germany, especially, like, they would go to the hangouts for the soldiers. Well, yeah. So, so I can get that. So it might be like, oh, hey, I know your brother who's in this unit, you know. Right. So there was, like, a little more of a connection than I get just that, a random then. stranger. I get that, then. I get that, then. That makes more sense to
1: me. I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking this is like, you know, you're going up in the club and you're like, hey, guess who I know? And you're like, fuck off. Yeah. You don't know me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Even though he was still supposedly in a relationship with a girl named Anita Wood, who lived back at home. um, And she was living in, I think she was living in Memphis. um, Elvis would strike up these little relationships with girls in Germany, like a girl named Elizabeth Stefaniak. Mm-hmm. um elvis was a little weird in these relationships you think yeah he always screwed around but he almost never had full penetration with girls
1: that sounds like someone i dated
0: yeah he was par- <laughs> he was paranoid about getting a girl pregnant he really liked okay, that heavy makes sense. petting okay. That was kind of his thing and um it would like like this one girl who he's kind of semi-dating this elizabeth so mm-hmm. she'd be over but then somebody else would bring girls over and then he'd be like, oh, that girl's pretty. So he'd, like, go over and start hitting up on her and then take her into his bedroom. That was his big thing, too, is, like, he would almost instantly take these girls to his bedroom. Yeah. Because he really liked to have them, like, alone and all this, like, all of their attention yeah. is in the office. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, like, maybe they would just sit and talk. Maybe they'd watch TV or maybe they'd, like I said, like, kind of just yeah. heavy petting kind of thing. Make out and do some touchles. Exactly. Um, And then he would do that if Elizabeth was there.
1: Weird.
0: But it was, like... Anybody that he was, like, in a quote-unquote relationship with was expected to be completely faithful to him.
1: Okay. So, like, he could be That's doing that. That's one-sided.
0: Yeah, like, it said, even if in Elizabeth's case, that she could hear him in the next bedroom with this other girl. Right. But if she were to, like, go over... Even some, like, times, if she was casually talking to another, another guy, Elvis was, like, really paranoid about that kind of stuff, and he'd get really mad. He sounds
1: jealous. Yeah. Which is yeah, interesting, because... I feel like I would be like, bitch, you're not going alone in that room yeah. with this fucking cute girl. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. Whatever. Um, his father started a relationship with a woman named Dee Stanley, and they eventually got married. But Elvis always resented her and was irritated with his dad for getting uh, with someone so close to his mother's death. This mm. is like four months after Gladys' death.
1: I mean... It takes everyone different healing that's, paths, I, that's what I feel you know? like. I, That's what I feel
0: like. That's what I feel like. Everyone
1: has different healing paths. Everyone meets someone
0: at inconvenient times. Like, it's not, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, D. Stanley had three young sons that Elvis did become very close to. He considered them his brothers. I think one or two of them ended up working for Aww. Elvis later on.
1: See, that's sweet.
0: <laughs> um, But I know that later on when they do go back to Graceland... Um, they're living in the main house, and Elvis just couldn't stand to have her in his house. Mm. You know, he didn't want her to, like, do any decorating or anything like that, because he felt like Graceland was his mother's house. Oh, I he see. He always felt like Graceland was his mother's house, so they ended up moving to like one of the like outer right. You know, that's fair. Buildings. And, and I
1: mean, it. it wasn't like he was like, all right, you guys are out on the street.
0: No, because like I said, technically, I think he kind of did live. His dad was always right. in his life, but um. But yeah, he just didn't, he never liked Dee Stanley, never, never that's got awesome. friendly with her. So, at one of these parties, Elvis was introduced to an extremely pretty 14-year-old. Yep, I knew she was 14 at this Priscilla point. Priscilla Beaulieu. Yep. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but that's the way I'm going to go. Um, she was in Germany with her family, and she was asked in one of these, like, commissaries or whatever right. it is, some guy came up to her and was like, oh hey, I know your stepdad, do you want to meet Elvis? Was she a regret, I'm assuming? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she kind of had a complicated like her her real dad had died. Like, I don't even know if she was born when her real dad died. Oh wow. Yeah, and um, her mom when she married uh this guy, um, he was like super super strict and Priscilla really didn't like him. Mm. But she was kind of the like she she wasn't a rebellious kind of girl. Right. She was kind of the will go along and do whatever, you know, it right. wants to be done. And later on, they kind of like the, the the legend was that she really wasn't interested in Elvis, but she was. She was totally obsessed oh, yeah, with I'm Elvis. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So she's 14 years old. Duh. Um but she was she had from a really young age had gotten used to like repressing her emotions. Right. Um and being like a real people pleaser. So um Oh, I kind of lost the track, of the thread where I was going with that. Um, I said I said she was an army bird. So yeah, kind of. Okay, kind of, but like later after her mother had Got it. married this guy. Got it. Yeah. Um, and they were in Germany, I think, for several years. Oh, okay. Um, I, she was like, I think she was like twelve or some something like that. Right. When went over to Germany. And then she stayed there till she was a senior in high school.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So um, So she
1: finished out her high school in Germany?
0: Uh, we'll get to that. Got it. Um, but anyway, she was in Germany with her family, and she was asked if she wanted to meet Elvis. Elvis was attracted to her because she stayed calm and reserved when they met. She didn't freak out right. like a lot of girls would. And she was extremely pretty. I mean, like, everybody, when she came in, they were just like, wow, she's really pretty. Oh, yeah, she's really pretty. pretty. Um, he also liked that she was so young that he could shape her into the perfect woman. Mm, yeah. That it sounds like in other words, grooming. Yeah. Her. That's what I was going to say. That sounds like a word I know. Yeah. Grooming. Yeah. Um, Over the next seven months, she was a frequent guest to the parties at the home in Germany. Okay. And it was the same thing where like he, inst- the first night she came over, he took her back up to his room. I'd- right. Nothing happened then. I think there was a little kissing, later flirting, on I'm yeah assuming. flirting you know i think he but he did like that she would just sit quietly with him and listen to him talk and stuff like that he just wants a mirror a little bit <laughs> okay a little bit i mean he was like he was a lonely person i'm sure he was but he also lacked the ability to get a dog <laughs> like well i was what i say i think he lacked the ability to truly interact with somebody in a way like it it was always so one-sided for him gotcha it was always to serve him which you is know. why you get a dog, and which is why also like ending up falling into the music industry or the, or any kind of show business industry where you're everybody around you is a sycophant, right? Is was so unhelpful to his type of person. Oh, I'm sure. You know, yeah, he lacked the ability to kind of see who's a, a real friend and who isn't, right? Um, which is extremely common. Um, okay, he returned to the United States and was honorably discharged. Um, with the rank of sergeant on March 5th, 1960. Okay. Was he honorably discharged because he had just served his time? he served his okay. time. Okay, that's why I, I was his time. thought. I, it I was, was just curious. He was like a little under two years, I think, that he okay. was in Germany. Just wondering. Uh, he recorded a new single, Stuck on You, which was rushed, rushed into release and swiftly became a number one hit, and it's kind of a rehash of all Up." Sure. Yeah. Um, two weeks later, he had a marathon Nashville session where he recorded most of the album Elvis is Back. <laughs> and cute is, name yeah this is of the albums that like he actually put together this is right. one of the better ones um it included a pair of his best sing selling singles it's now or never mm-hmm. and are you Lonesome tonight and it's never never is like gladys's favorite song was o solo mio oh okay and so they just took that and put like new lyrics new lyrics to gotcha. it yeah
1: um so it
0: was almost like a tribute kind of song? Yeah. His voice was a little deeper, and it might be, it didn't have some of that rawness that he had as, as a younger, but it was a wider range, and he had more control. Right. Released only days after recording was complete, it reached number two on the album chart.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, he, like, all the worries about whether right. like, he was going to be... Successful. Forgotten or whatever. for sure. It... it really wasn't you know the the two one of the couple of the things that happened in the army was like he got his hair cut and that's yeah so much i've footage seen of that. so many yeah. things
1: of that yeah yeah
0: and then of course during that time he was in the army he wasn't dying his hair so when he came back his hair was back to like that that brownish color, yeah but he pretty much instantly went back to black went back to yeah know, just like anyone else went back to black. yeah um <laughs> He was a guest on the Frank Sinatra Timex special, but three years earlier Frank had referred to Elvis as a cretinous goon, because Frank was like, <laughs> right. like rock and roll is awful and not even music, and you know, yeah. da, 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 come da, on, Frankie. Da. And then three years later they're duetting on "Love Me Tender" and Frank's songs "Witchcraft," because that showbiz, yep, <laughs> that's a Yeah, because you know, you're no, gonna, I mean, you're gonna yeah. make a statement today, and then tomorrow you're gonna go, oh shit, they're selling me. Oh well, yeah, not selling me. So, I mean. Did
1: it get good ratings? Probably. Oh, it did. Huge ratings.
0: Huge, huge, huge ratings.
1: So So. sucks, sucks to, you know. Yep. But whatever. What are you going to do? Yep.
0: So now it's back to the movies. Uh Uh-huh. Elvis truly wanted to be a movie star, but he was saddled with a few problems. One of them was that his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, wanted Elvis to make the movies that made the most money. Right. Which is the ones that the teenagers wanted to see. Right. Uh, When his contract was bought out from Sun Records, also, Elvis had entered an exclusive contract with Parker and the Auberbach brothers for song publishing rights. And if he did movies with material written by somebody else, then Colonel Parker didn't make any money on it. Ah. So they had to have the Auberbach brothers were the people in charge of the songs of his movies. Got it. Yes. And so that's why, like... There would there'd be a, a good song and then crap. And as as the 60s right. wore on, the songs just got crappier and crappier and crappier. Right. Elvis hated recording them. He hated being in the studio recording I'm sure he them. did. Everything, yeah. He did. But it was like this contractual thing. Right. Um, and by this time, although Colonel Parker was ostensibly working for Elvis, it kind of operated more that Elvis is working for Tom Parker. Right. Um, which was the way it worked the his entire career Of course uh, It was rumored that Elvis was being looked at to play Tony in West Side Story
1: Oh, I didn't know that Yeah
0: But Colonel Parker turned it down because of the publishing situation Because he would be singing all of those, you know, uh, West Side Story Fantastic yeah, songs songs And not things that we're going to be going back into Oops Yep And
1: However, let's keep it real not sure if I just whistled. That was you weird. Did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sure if I would want West Side Story to be an Elvis movie.
0: what no, I'm saying. Well, to... I mean, yeah. See, the thing is, is that it it would be interesting to see what it would have happened with it because they it, it was being made it, it, outside of his first movie. Every movie that Elvis made after that were movies that were written for Elvis. Yeah, this exactly. This would have been something that was its own property. And with its with a strong-minded director. Right, and that's true. So, he, so they wouldn't have been, like, kowtowing to, let's turn this into an Elvis vehicle. They would have been like, no, Elvis, you got to do West Side Story. Right. So it would have been interesting to see. That would have been if, interesting. Yeah. I don't know
1: how Elvis's voice would have handled some of the songs, but I mean, I guess it would just a different world see what happens. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, I think he could have sung them. I think he probably could have sung them. It just would be an interesting... It would have been interesting. Yeah, it definitely would... Tony would be less... Uh, naive than he is. Yeah. In the, in the movie that they, it, which now. I would
1: argue works, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because how that I can't. Worked. Yeah, I just don't. I just can't yeah. picture it. Yeah. Maybe I uh, don't. Maybe there's an, an alternate
0: universe where so. Elvis is Tony. Maybe so. Um, another problem with Elvis becoming a more serious actor was simply Elvis's lifestyle. Right. Um, he was really into in every party at. at Every night, there's a party at the house, and he really wasn't disciplined enough on himself to put him put himself through any hardships. Right. Um, so, like, a lot of actors, like, a lot of people in his situation that really wanted to get into good movies would be, they would be going out to where other um, producers and writers were and making those kind of rounds, making those kind of connections. Right. I obviously, didn't want to do that. He wanted to stay home and bring the party to him every night. But You can't do that. He, yeah, really. he's not making any connections. And also, like, if some somebody offered him, okay, there's this role, but you're going to have to go on location for three months mm. and you're going to have to buckle down and not and, have yeah. the party atmosphere and you have to be on the set, he wouldn't have gone for that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, when he would go make a movie, they really catered to his whims. You know, I mean, they weren't always, They obviously they filmed mostly in Hollywood. But, right. But, you know, he still was able to, like, continue the party
1: well yeah because they probably I mean they probably
0: set him up with a place and you know exactly um his personality at this time had started to transform too he was very promiscuous yeah um he you know he would he was still kind of had Anita on the side but he always had girls over yeah was always screwing around with him what's uh what's his age around this point do you know um I think we're talking like maybe 25 okay Just curious. Yeah, he he had pretty frequent temper tantrums. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like he would just like if he felt that somebody else was like taking his authority or whatever, he would just just get totally enraged and just you know have a total hissy fit, scream at him. Yeah,
1: but amphetamines have no effects.
0: (laughs) But he was also like extremely generous. Mm -hmm. You know, like he had a housekeeper that he found out was um, having to like walk. Home, because she didn't have any transportation, and he mm-hmm. just gave her a car. Jesus. Yeah, if somebody was over, and they, like, saw one of his rings, and they're like, God, Elvis, that's a really cool-looking ring, he would just take it off his hand and hand it to him. Man. Know? He was, like, like just wildly generous. Right.
1: So. That can attract the
0: wrong kind of Yeah, people. definitely. <laughs> I'm not saying don't be generous. No, and, but and I'm yeah. just saying, like, and that he was is... And also, like, really good at giving charities, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm saying that that's, a, like, an admirable thing. I mean, the housekeeper, that's, sure. just, that's really admirable and really sweet. Absolutely. You know? But I'm saying, like, if somebody's just at your house... Because I understand, like, you know, somebody that's under your employment. Like, yeah. that to me makes sense. Or, or, like, people who are, like, close friends or family. Like, I totally understand that in charity, obviously. yeah. yeah. But people who are just, like, fucking over-partying with you, yeah. that's, like... Dude, you're gonna you're gonna get some uh vulture type people. Yeah,
0: but then he also would kind of expect like like some of the guys that were in his entourage to like, okay, you can't have a job or anything. You just have to hang, be ready to hang out with me whenever I want you to. And if I want you to do something, you know, just yeah, yell this when you know. Oh, you wanted some bubblegum okay what kind where do you want me to go get it you know just be like right like i'll I'll do whatever you want and then also like he needed an assistant (laughs) yeah well he he had these guys yeah and and also like because they were um like kind of his paid hanger-ons then he's also free to like tease and make fun of them even if it's painful and uncomfortable like right like one of them was kind of chubby and so he was kind of the joke the butt of all the jokes Aww. you know yeah and that but you know you just had to kind of take it right because he was kind of semi-employed by Elvis. so that yeah that's you shouldn't surround yourself with people that you are paying to be around you <laughs> right <not> healthy yeah <laughs> so anyway um his first film back from the army was called gi blues uh-huh. and it obviously traded in on his recent army stint Duh. Um, the soundtrack was number one in october the next two were dramatic movies, *Flaming Star* in 1960 and *Wild in the Country* in 1961. That that both of them had a few bad songs that were kind of clumsily inserted to kind of bring in the teen crowd. Of course. But these, you know, and Ellis didn't do too bad in these. And the one one of them they said they said is fairly well, you know, well made. I think *Wild in the Country*. They said it's not a bad film. Mm-hmm. But they weren't as commercially successful, and so Elvis was pushed back into the cheaply made formula musical comedies. Right. He made one roughly every five to six months. Oof. Yeah. That constantly. Tiring. He made twenty-seven movies during this nineteen-sixties. Yeah, I knew he made a lot. Yeah, almost universally panned. Critic Andrew Kane dismissed them as a pantheon of bad taste.
1: I mean, that's the thing is that's where even the term just like Elvis movies. Exactly. You know. You think
0: of a cheaply made movie. Right. They were almost all virtually profitable. The they were virtually all profitable. Songs. Isn't that kind of weird. No, I know um, Hal Wallace, who produced nine of them, declared a Presley picture is the only sure thing in Hollywood. I'm sure. Yeah, I think that later one that he made with uh, Mary Tyler Moore, Change of Habit, was one of the few that, and that is a terrible, terrible I've never movie. Seen it. I can honestly say
1: I don't think I've ever seen a full length album. movie. I've seen a
0: couple. Yeah, but because they were they were like one of those. Oh, it's Saturday afternoon. Back in the days when there right. were three channels, right. Saturday afternoon, 10TV had their afternoon movie. Sometimes it was an Elvis movie. If it was a good day, it was a Beatles movie. Right, makes you know, sense. Yeah, and a lot of westerns. A lot, so westerns. A lot of westerns. then, too. Anyway. Um, most of the films had a soundtrack album, but as the decade wore on, the quality of the soundtrack songs grew progressively worse. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, I am going to throw out, they're probably working those fucking people who are writing the soundtracks to the
0: bone. A little bit, yeah. Because every... Five months. Oh, I, know. I, I know. mean, I can't
1: imagine.
0: Yeah, there there would usually be one or two good songs, but the rest would be just completely forgettable. Um, early hits from the movies included "Can't Help Falling in Love," "Return to Sender," and "Viva Las Vegas." I think it was more it it's a bigger hit now than it was when it came out. That's when well of
1: yeah, that's super well known at this mm-hmm. point. That was in the Flintstones movie that came out in the nineties with Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Why do I remember that? Because I have the video game.
0: <laughs> yeah, you also watched that movie.
1: Well, yeah, I know we did. Cause uh, my cousin always had the uh, cheap '90s movies. Yes. So we watched like if we were at her house, we always watched like that.
0: Yeah, silly thing.
1: Silly thing like Space Jam. Yeah. The The Cats' musical. Yeah. That was filmed. Yeah. Broadway version.
0: Yeah.
1: Freddie got fingered. No, maybe not. Freddie got fingered. What no, was that? What that. the fuck
0: was that? <laughs> what was that one? You watch the Joseph the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. That Dringo. Drop
1: Dead Fred. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she had all the, like, shitty $2 ones yeah. that you can get at clearance at, like, Best Buy. Yeah. Anyway. Okay.
0: That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, he made his first gospel album in late 1960, His Hand and Mine, which fulfilled a promise he had made to Gladys the last Christmas She Was Alive. He promised oh. her he'd make a gospel album. He always He did always love gospel music, though. Yeah. You know. Um, he also did a few charity concerts in ni- in early 1961, but after a benefit for the Pearl Harbor Memorial on March 25th in Hawaii, Elvis didn't appear on stage for seven more years. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he was just doing movie after movie Oh, after
1: movie. okay, I gotcha. Sure.
0: Um, outside of movie work from 1964 to 1968, Elvis only had one top ten hit, Crying in the Chapel, in 1965, and only one LP of new material, the gospel album, How Great Thou Art, in 1967. But oh, okay. that did win him his first Grammy Award. Oh, cool. Um, for Best Sacred Performance. And that might be the only Grammy that he got competitively. I'm not 100% sure. Is Best Sacred
1: Performance still category?
0: category? Uh, no, they have Best Gospel. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. They just, just changed uh, it. Just curious. That's all. Um, meanwhile, for the next two years, Priscilla is in school in Germany. Right. But she's writing to Elvis. He doesn't write back. But he's calling her. they She'll talk oh, okay. to him on the phone. Yeah, he's not totally ignoring her. He, like, when she, when he left the army, she went to the airport to go with him. And, of course, like, the photographers took all these pictures oh, of her. He's yeah. like, oh, the girl he left behind. Kind yeah. Of thing. And then he got to LA and they asked him about it or got to Memphis or whatever and asked him about it. And he was just like, Oh, there was some nice girls there that I met, but nobody special. Right. You know, but in the meantime, he was still talking talking to her and stuff. Um, of course he's still seeing Anita Wood. Well, yeah. And many, many other girls. Yeah. Um,
1: he's got a entourage.
0: Yes. But he did convince, um, Priscilla's parents to let her visit chaperoned in June, 1962. And she's 17 by now. Okay. And although she slept with Elvis every night of the trip, full penetration didn't happen. Oh, well, <laughs> That's around. what he did. Yeah. Um, he urged her to start taking amphetamines at the time so she could keep up with him. Oh, fun. And he also wanted her to appear more glamorous, so he bought her thousands of dollars worth of clothes. Damn. And he went was to on. a makeup artist and a hairstylist. And Is they, that with the big hair? They gave her the heavy yeah. eyeliner. Let's totally rim your eyes. Put I mean, like, yes. Like four different sets of False Fake eyelashes. Eyelashes on She's gorgeous.
1: I don't know and why. Then, and then
0: they dyed her brown hair black. Yeah. And teased it to the numbers. I know. I've seen the photos of the hair. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. Looking. And he had the thing. One of the theories was that he had the thing for black hair because of his mother. Uh huh. um And then they also had the theory it was because one of his early crushes in the movies, like the the woman he was in Love Me Tender with, I mm-hmm. think had black hair. I don't know. That was like another one, one of the theories. Who knows? Elvis just thought this was like the most glamorous look. In the I world.
1: mean, it could be too that thing of like, this isn't what I have, so I find it appealing. Maybe. Because, like, I mean, I don't have, I have very, very straight, fine hair. Yeah. And every time I see somebody with like those beautiful, curly locks, I'm always super jealous. Yeah. But I know that there's people with those beautiful curly locks that are like, the f- I don't want to fucking deal with this. Yeah. I wish I had your hair, which is like completely straight and yes. has no curl whatsoever.
0: Exactly. So
1: I, it probably could be a little bit of could that. Because, be I, you know, I've had that before too, of like, and I'm sure you've had this, of like, I didn't, I got like a very mousy brown color, just genetically.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, And, you know, you kind of like, I kind of got like a pretty blonde. Yeah. Or like a fun red, you know? Yeah. So it, I could see that kind of being appealing
0: yeah the thing that surprised me about this was that they actually got a makeup artist and a hairstylist because right I, unless they were just like unless they were just doing exactly what elvis was directing them to do i would think even in the 60s this was not yeah. a good look oh the it's eyeliner so is so overdone it's like you take what what like elizabeth taylor looked like in cleopatra and right. then you just. Do it five times as much. It's like it's the ridiculous. yeah. It's like
1: the drag version of Cleopatra. It, it is. It's wild, it
0: is. and she was very pretty. Oh, she's and super it, pretty. She just looks awful. Definitely
1: did yeah. need full raccoon eyes. No, no. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a whole it it's a whole impression. fucking hot ass mess. Is what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um,
1: sorry. That's okay. Tangent.
0: Uh, she did see the temperamental slide here, and I'm gonna go to the book for this. Okay. Um, Okay, so it said there was, there was a time when he had played her some unreleased demos, mm-hmm. and he asked her her opinion. Mm-hmm. And she answered honestly that she liked them, but she preferred his rock and roll numbers. And immediately he erupted. Um, he hadn't asked her what style she thought he should be singing. He said, don't tell me how to do my job. And he just kind of ranted on and on. And she,
1: and she was like, don't ask my fucking opinion though. Yeah, well, she
0: kind of said, well, she put down his mood swing to the uppers he was taking. Right. And um, she, uh, you know, he was just like, it was one of those things where it like touched one of those things where he felt like his authority is being questioned. It hit know? a nerve, It yeah. hit a nerve. And, but just as quickly as he lost his temper, he got over it and he's laughing and charming again. But for... For Priscilla, it was kind of a lesson of, oh, I'm not supposed to criticize.
1: Right. That's not my role. He asked, he asked my opinion. That means he wants me to just say, I loved it, hon. Exactly. It was great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly,
0: like that's that's what he's wanting out of me. Right. You know. Um, he doesn't want a
1: partner. He wants a parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah.
0: He he just wants he's like oh he just wants me to feed his ego. Right. And you know and keep them calm. That's my job. Boring. Yeah. Yeah, you should never be um, the person that's responsible for somebody else's uh, mood. Oh, for sure. You know, for I mean, I'm, sure. You know, obviously, you know, you can be partners and you can be like, I can try to help you out of your yeah. mood or whatever like that. But to be responsible for
1: it. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a there's a I've been rewatching Bojack Horseman as yes, I want to know. do. But there's a, a great quote that's just. You are responsible for your own happiness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just true. Exactly. You know, exactly. don't
1: fucking put it on other people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um she went back to Ger- Germany, but Elvis wanted her back and he wanted her back for good. So mm-hmm. he her parents had said no, but he was, you know, you know, Elvis could be very charming when he right. you know wanted something. So he worked on them and they agreed that she could complete her senior year at school in in Memphis at the Catholic Immaculate Conception High School.
1: That seems like a, su- a sus name.
0: Well, it, no, that's just a regular Catholic name. It's just, it's just...
1: No, it's just weird that the 17-year-old <laughs> was going to live with Elvis, who's 20-something or other, yeah. and is then going to
0: school at the Immaculate Conception Christian yeah. Catholic well, School. It, I'm sorry, that sounds fucking weird. <laughs> what it was, was her parents were like, okay, she can go live there, but here's the, my, our conditions. Number one, she has to go to a Catholic high school. Right. Because um, I'm sure they thought, well, the nuns will keep her, you know, in line. In line. Um, she was supposed to live with Elvis's dad and stepmom, who were living in the little right off property, not uh, off, off the main off house. Off the main house, but on property. And there's also supposedly that um, this is kind of a pre-marriage promise, like pro- like Elvis is right. saying, you know, I I intend to marry her. Okay. Also.
1: She's Uh, not coming to, like, you know, just hang out. Yes.
0: Right, this is, like, like a step one
1: of proposal. Got it, okay. Yes. I'm still gonna say, it's fucking weird that the (laughs) Catholic school (laughs) she went to was called the Immaculate Conception. Well, it's not great. I'm just, it's a weird, that's a weird thing to call a school. Yeah. In any sense. I don't care if it was Priscilla Presley, or or whatever her last name was now, or whatever. That's a fucking weird school name. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want to say. I think, I think it's a pretty common. Is it moment, really? So like, yeah. Catholic school was not I know in my purview, obviously, <laughs> I because it's, I went to I, I went, it's to, I went to I went to public school. <laughs> yeah. And like I knew maybe three people that went to Catholic school and I, none of them I know anymore. So I think, I think... Maybe the school that Madonna went to was Really? Oh, we'll have Conception. to look that I'm not up. For sure. Yeah. I'll we'll have, have to look up. that you up know later. what? I'm, I'm gonna have to look up some episodes. stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look up some stuff that's like a common name for if you're if you went to Catholic school and your Catholic school is called the Immaculate Conception Catholic School, I wanna know. Yeah. <laughs> just tell me. all you gotta do is just message yes on any of our platforms. Yeah. That's it. Just yes. I'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> In
0: nineteen sixty four, Elvis goes to Hollywood to shoot Viva Las Vegas. Co-starring yep. ann Margaret. Yep. And they um they got along instantly, uh, almost immediately began an affair. Um she. How's that promise going? <laughs> yeah. Um Anne Margaret like everybody liked her. Right. She, she she was like more of one of the guys mm-hmm. than any of the other women that he'd ever dated. Um she because she was like you know she was successful on her own. Yeah. And, you know she just. Was kind of a, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's what I was to. gonna say. She
1: probably had her own her own level of confidence.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: That's kind of I think Elvis needed someone to fucking put him in face. Absolutely. Life. This
0: this <laughs> Honestly. almost this almost broke up Elvis and Priscilla because right. Priscilla's was living with him now. Yeah. She I mean like although she was supposed to live with uh. We all know that Gordon wasn't happening. And D that that didn't happen. We she was instantly, all know that wasn't happening yeah, in Elvis's room. Right. Instantly. Um, so. Like I said, this almost broke them up. Right. You know, Priscilla questioned him on it a couple of times, and he kind of got snippy with her and was right. like, "You can't question what I do." Da, 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 da. Yeah. And you know, and and I think and Margaret was kind of like, you know, I don't, i this isn't for me. You know, <laughs> probably because she had her own confidence level. Well, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. I'm fucking over this. Yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, this and then you know, the, it was just a, it was a fling. It was yeah. uh, And it and it kind of ran its course, and but Priscilla stayed so. You know, Nasa. So. <laughs> um, my house would have been
1: out. I would have called my parents
0: and been like, I know, well, what's up, like, guys? <laughs> yeah, but you know, Priscilla had been groomed. No, no, by she really from had. The I age know. Of 14, I know, she really so, had been. You know, she's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, I'm sure she's experienced this kind of thing before, too, because she was there at the parties and shit. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, exactly.
0: So, shortly before Christmas 1966, more than seven years since they met, Elvis finally proposed to Priscilla Buleau. 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 I don't know. I don't know. And they were married on May 1st, 1967
1: in Las Vegas. Oh, they didn't get married in Vegas.
0: That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. By October 1967, the soundtrack to Clambake had such low sales that RCA executives finally recognized a problem.
1: I can tell you what the first problem is. Clambake? Yeah. They named their movie Clambake? Yeah, a Clambake's a party. I know what a Clambake is. Okay. It's still a stupid ass name for a movie. I mean, I'm sure they were running. They were com- clearly They're running, running, out running out of ideas. ideas. I'm just saying, but this is my movie Picnic? Like, come on. There is a movie called Picnic. <laughs> is there a really? Dude, it's a very good movie. Okay. William Holden and, uh. Oh what shit, are they tr- what were they trying to capitalize on that, or am I on the wrong time period? Wrong time period. Okay. Yeah, so Clan Bay like came, no, came, came first or Picnic came first. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. like a William Inge. It's it's well known. Okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> this is this is my anyway, movie. This is my <laughs> I know a lot of random printing t- <laughs> well, movies too. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say this is my movie, uh uh Crawdad Boyle. Like what the fuck? Okay, I don't think there is when you put it there is a movie called Crawdad Boyle. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with two hysterical. <laughs> this is my movie, PB&J Sandwich. Oh, you know what? There is a movie. <laughs> no, there's not. Fuck off. It's very famous. <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> Sorry, know Picnic, a movie from the 50s that I've never seen. Uh... I still think it's a stupid name for a movie, <laughs> and I still think that Clambic is a stupid name. What was the title song?
0: probably like let's do the clam bank <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> that's the stupidest bullshit i've ever this fucking is, like heard like i said this is when they're really in the bag i'm gonna look that up because i want to know but continue okay. i'm listening now
0: um so it, it, historians connie kirchberg and mark hendrick said by then the of the damage had been done elvis was viewed as a joke by serious music lovers and has been by to all but his most loyal fans So here we're ending, he's just got married, it's like 67, his movies have just gotten steadily worse, 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 he doesn't enjoy doing any of them, he doesn't enjoy the music that's, I mean, I think he enjoys making the movie, but he doesn't enjoy the music at all.
1: Um, I found the title song, it's called Clambake, I want to watch it after we're done. Yeah, it looks like they're in swimsuits, and they're doing some kind of very fun dance, so we'll watch it after we're done. Okay, excellent. I just want... I'm just just looking so forward to. It. I just wanted, I just wanted you to know it's called clam bake. I like do the clam bake. Uh, well, what do you, what do you think that dance move looks like? Like, what does it look like? Yeah, the cla- the, the clam I think, bake I think dance move.
0: You put your hands together as if they're like a clam, and then uh, you clap them, oh, up, like, open like and shut. A... Yes, yes.
1: Okay, what do your legs do?
0: Um, your legs, like you, you make your knees go in and out. You know, like nick, knock, nick knock.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> That I know you get that. Cause I like, I, yeah, because we watched fucking
0: uh, <laughs> enough. <oil>. Enough.
1: Knock 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 knock. Uh, I was thinking like
0: uh. So you do that with your hands, and then okay. you knock with your knees.
1: I was thinking it was like a, a couples dance. Okay, but I won't tell you what it is because it sounds gross. I'm sure, it does. <laughs> sounds really getting
0: dirty. Yeah, it was well, when your pussy gets really hot. <laughs> okay, that's you, all I'm gonna say. Said. So yeah, that we're gonna end there. Like I said, he, we're we, ending with the clam We well, we see where Elvis at at this point in his life. You gotcha. Know? He has gotten married. He it, he was kind of pressured into it. Like I the, mean, he fucking already could said it. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He already was like, yeah, I'm gonna totally marry Priscilla, and then well, he can't yeah, be like. But, I mean,
0: this is even a couple of years after that. I'm just saying, you know, um, cause she, cause they, she lived with him for a while, and I think it just got to the where. From what I had read is that um, somebody, like maybe one of her parents, were kind of like, listen, if you don't go ahead with this, then we're going to maybe talk to the press about how you've had this girl living in your house with you since she was 17. I mean, she's like probably 22, 23 years But yeah, so so I think it was kind of like okay. I mean, let's keep it real. He did time. say, yeah, we'll get married and shit. For oh her yeah, to live
1: there. So like, boy, you already promised.
0: Yeah, I know. I think he was just afraid the party was going to stop, and you know he'd been living like this. Like I said, he's still That's having true. this like every night. People are over every. It's a party every day. That sounds awful. I know. It does sound awful. I hate people. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wanted it because, like, you know, he he's taking so many uppers. No, this I point know. Too. You know, he's not sleeping. He wanted it to be the situation where, like, Elvis never liked to be alone. Yeah. So he wanted to be able to, like, okay, I've gone to bed, and then I, now I can't sleep, you know, hey, I really want to go, like, let's go get a cheese sandwich or right. whatever. And so I, I want to be able to go down, walk into the living room, and there's A some cheese sandwich, It's not just a grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I want to be able to walk into the living right. room and say, oh, hey, let's go over to the diner. And, right, I gotcha. You know, and be able to grab one or two people to go with me. And keep I going. gotcha. Yeah. It's just the way he lived. Yeah. You that's know. awful. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not what I want to do, but... No. You know. Whatever. But, okay. So, that's it. That's where we're going to end. Um, join us next week for the conclusion to the tale of Elvis Part three! Part three! Part our three! Fifth, our, first, our fifth. Our first <laughs> where are you going with that? <laughs> <fifth part. laughs> Woohoo! Thanks to Billy Zen for our theme song, Don't I Know You. Thank you, Billy. Thanks to Rachel Karn for our logo. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. Don't forget, we have an Instagram, Tales from the Rockside. We have a Facebook. I have created a... You Twittered? Twitter, but I have not put... Other than putting like, like an episode, a, yeah. there, I haven't put anything else on. Okay. It, so. Cool. Um, please like, rate, review us on iTunes yep, yep. and recommend us to everyone you know. Yep, yep. We want to grow. We've had... A listener in Australia. We do. Thank you, Aussie. We had a couple in the UK. We had one in, in Israel, which is super cool. That's cool. And a couple in Canada. Cool. So, hello to our neighbors to the north. Hi, everybody!
1: And, our uh, neighbors to the Australia and our neighbors to the Israel. I don't know. I'm not good with maps. No. So. <laughs> no. But, yes. Um, Thanks for listening. Rock on! Maybe don't date 14-year-olds. Just saying. Unless you're also 14. The square?